This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The regular season ends with a last-minute win over the Bruins. An interesting Boston lineup last night. And before the playoffs, it's time for our Capitals Radio Network 2021 Blooper Reel. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, May 12th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals heading into the postseason after a 2-1 regulation win over the Bruins last night at Capital One Arena. Michael Raffle scoring his first goal in a Washington uniform with three seconds left in the third period. That made a winner out of Vitek Vanacek his 21st of the season, the second-best rookie season in terms of wins in franchise history. Well, the biggest thing to be happy about last night, Alex Ovechkin returns. He threw a hard check on his first shift. He looks like he's ready for Saturday. And he said after the game, Ben, that he's 100%. He looks like he's good to go. Yeah, he looked very good last night, John. And the big hit on the first shift, he was engaged, you felt, throughout the game. He met the eye test. He had great numbers as well. Four shots on goal, nine attempts, four hits. But just the eye test in his 19 minutes, not only throwing the body, using the wheels. He had a burst of speed on occasion through the neutral zone. Was looking for his teammates, tried to feed Anthony Mantha a golden opportunity early in the second period. But he checked a lot of boxes. Alex Ovechkin did, was there. He was ready to wind up on the one power play opportunity the Capitals had. Was unable to finish on the power play, but otherwise a lot of good from Alex Ovechkin and very encouraging that he said afterwards as much that he felt good and is now ready for the real games to get going starting Saturday. Nick Backstrom back as well on a line with Alex Ovechkin and Anthony Manta. Now, Manta's been quiet and need him to regain that swagger we saw right after the trade from Detroit. Hopefully we see a breakthrough coming. But Ben, thinking back to last night in the second period, Alex Ovechkin, Anthony Mantha, down low, no defender between them. Alex wants Anthony to score. He passes in the puck, and Anthony just gave it right back to him. And at the time we said on the air, Anthony's suffering from a crisis of confidence here, and it was no more evident than on that play. And you can see what Peter Laviolette's trying to do here. He wants Anthony Mantha in the best position possible on this team to succeed. And what better place to be than with a Hall of Fame-to-be goal scorer who is going to take a lot of heat off of you and the best playmaker who's probably also going to go to the Hall of Fame when it's all said and done. There's no better place for him to be. And for the Capitals to be successful in the postseason, Anthony's got to start producing. Yeah, and I'll say quickly, John, that it's good that if Anthony Mantha is to see time, with Ovechkin and Backstrom. Good that he got this opportunity in the regular season finale because until tonight, he hadn't played with them yet in regular season play since he came over last month from Detroit. And skating with Backstrom and Ovechkin, yes, that's good work if you could find it, but outside of Mike Knubel and TJ Oshie over the past decade plus in these parts, sometimes it's been a challenge to find the perfect complementary piece to ride shotgun with OV and Backstreet. We're playing with two world-class players. And I remember years ago, I asked both Knubel and Oshie separately what it's like to play with them. Why is it a challenge for some? And both of them unsolicited, John, said to me, and TJ really emphasized this. He said the first time he played with Ovechkin, 
the first few games, really the first month for TJ Oshie, he said, you feel he's the goal scorer. You're going to give it back to him. And, and that ran through my mind when Anthony Mantha in that instance, early in the second period, because you're right, Ovechkin fed it to him. It was there for Mantha to finish. And maybe he thought, look, that's the greatest goal scorer in NHL history. I ought to give it back to him to finish the play and, and light the lamp. And look, he got that out of his system. Maybe he realizes, I'm sure Ovechkin told him afterwards, hey, don't be afraid to finish that yourself. That was for you. And that's why I say, hey, it's good they got this dress rehearsal final game of the regular season. Maybe now it's something moving forward. Mantha can, can tuck away because, to your point, the bigger point with him personally, a nine-game goal is drowned now to end the regular season. They'll need Mantha, especially if TJ Oshie is potentially unavailable to start this series. They need Mantha to start finding the back of the net and, and regain that confidence you're talking about. No, that's some great stuff from you on Knubel and Oshie and a great point too. You need some adjustment time when you're playing with world-class players, but hopefully that was the dress rehearsal and he can start to carry that forward. How about that Boston lineup last night? The Capitals played the Providence Bruins last night. For all intents and purposes, you had none of the top three lines. You had none of the top six D and the fourth line becomes the first line, and then somehow they experienced some salary cap jujitsu, I guess, and were able to get them all in. I don't know how they did it. I, I still know. don't know. But in any case, they did, and the Caps, you know, and good for Boston because they rested everybody. They said, look, this game means nothing. We're playing two and two. Why would we bring everybody? Totally understand why they did it. This is now moving forward a team that's going to change a lot from what we saw last night. Yeah, they bring up so many call-ups from AHL, and those guys weren't afraid to use the body last night either. On the one hand, there there was some some logical thinking there from Bruce Cassidy and the Boston Bruins. Hey, you know, lay the body and, and make the Capitals regulars feel the wear and tear maybe for a couple of days leading into game one. But certainly, it'll be a much different Boston Bruins team coming up on Saturday. No doubt they rested so many regulars in this one, so many key cogs in their lineup. And you could even make the case, John, it's going to be a different-looking Boston Bruins team on Saturday night compared to what the Capitals saw the first half of this regular season. The Bruins were dealing with the injury bug. Now, for the most part, they're a healthy team. They have their optimal lineup. And, of course, the acquisitions at the trade deadline, which make a big difference, namely Taylor Hall, but also Curtis Lazar, who happened to score a goal last night, a depth uh, forward who's been contributing for them. Mike Riley on the back end as well. They've been very good since the trade deadline. And, of course, Taylor Hall, the headliner there, providing some much-needed and welcome secondary scoring in Boston. That's a, it's a formidable bunch when they're all in there together. We'll be spending a lot of time over the next couple of days going over Boston, what they have, how deep they are. We'll have some Boston media folks on. That is to come. One more thing before we get to some fun stuff today. John Carlson, TJ Oshie, neither taking part in last night's game. The regular season is now behind us. This is a full-off day for the Capitals today. They will practice Thursday. They will practice Friday, and then it is game on. John Carlson, to me, is going to be okay, I think. I saw the practice on Monday. He skated with Martin Ferravari. He was in the fourth pair, but he was out there and going through drills. I would imagine push comes to shove. It's playoff time. Carlson's going to be fine, Ben. TJ Oshie's the one that scares me a little bit. He means so much to this team, not just in terms of offense, what he put together in the second half of the season, what he means on the power play, but what he means spiritually mm -hmm. in the room. He embodies this team like nobody else, maybe even Alex Ovechkin to a certain extent. He is the heart and soul. You saw the outpouring after his father passed and the hat trick. 
they need him back, and he didn't skate and hasn't skated since he got hurt. Hopefully, we see something in the coming days that makes us feel better about that. No, exactly. The antenna went up immediately on Saturday night when he left late in the second period and didn't return, and then we haven't seen him on the ice yet since. So something that bears watching here, certainly tomorrow and Friday as we inch closer towards Saturday, what his status is moving forward, because to your point, not only the offensive productivity, not only the key cog that he is on the power play in the two-way game that he brings, just those intangibles. It's almost cliche to say, but the intangibles, the leadership qualities, he's one. He, he pulls his teammates into the fight, so to say, and he would be sorely missed. And if he is unavailable... We're going to be leaning a little bit more on Anthony Mantha, who we referenced a few minutes ago, is going through a little bit of a lull himself, would need more from Mantha, would need more from Tom Wilson as well, who it seems really hasn't necessarily been the same player since he returned from his seven-game suspension going back a couple of months ago. Coincidentally, a hit against the Boston Bruins in early March. So looking for Oshie to come back, and if unavailable to start the series, going to need several players to step up, but certainly Mantha and Wilson among them. All right, so everybody needs to be able to laugh at themselves sometime. And you always need – it's a tense situation that starts on Saturday, Stanley Cup playoffs. The Capitals trying to win their second-ever Stanley Cup. It's a tough road. you got Boston, and then after that, if you get through that, you're probably going to see Pittsburgh. So there's a lot of tension coming up. What we're going to do today – is relieve the tension a little bit. If you are new to the Capitals Radio Network or Caps Radio 24-7, we played this last night at second intermission, but we bring it back one more time here. For years now, in the final game of the regular season, we have aired what we call our blooper reel. Second intermission, last game of the year. All the silly stuff, the mistakes, the funny moments, the stuff that went wrong through the course of the season. Our producer, Mike Callow, puts it to music and we play it as a send-off. Yeah, th- th- this will be a good laugh, John. And and I, I referenced it on air last night. I don't know how Mike did it. I don't know how in an abbreviated season he managed to fill the same time allotment that we would typically give him over the course of a full 82-game campaign. I don't know. There were enough enough mess-ups and, and, and funny moments between us now mike was able to put together uh, quite the masterpiece here from a 56 game campaign here now the technical snafus from broadcasting remotely the laughs and losing it in the studio the mispronunciation of names for huh? multiple people involved there was food being prepared by our engineer one night and it wafted into the room here now the moments from this season and even one from last year's Stanley Cup playoffs that's just too priceless to let go. This is our Capitals Radio Network 2021 Blooper Reel. Far side here for Dylan in his own end and leaving it there for Dmitry Orlov, who will dump up ice. 45 gone already. I have a feeling bad things are about to happen for Washington. Costas Bear ahead at center. Don't you feel like a goal could be coming? Back to the near board. It is carried on by Couturier. He dances through the left circle, feeding the blue line. Costas Bear with a shot tipped in front by Konechny, and indeed, they do score. Draw going to be here to the right of Yarrow Halak. That sounds nice, doesn't it? Faceoff coming up to the left of Halak. Schultz stepping into that one, wearing that number two, not worn since Matt Niskanen. And Schultz, number two in his Capitals debut here tonight. I was going to say me. Oh, or you, <laughs> I was going to say. There have been a few twos since then. <laughs> offside with 18-21. 
to go in the second period. Had himself a good tournament. Coming back to the blue line. Yes, he did. Team Canada rests the line and as it comes back down along the near side. Got the silver medal. Who'd they lose to again? Back near side. Center point now to Restalainen. Pay attention to the game. Taylor Hall dumped on his wallet by T.J. Oshie. Big wallet. <laughs> Thank you. Near side, well played. Coming back down behind the net for Nick Dowd. Far side. You cooking something for dinner over there? <laughs> no, I'm not cooking it. Back down behind the goal into the near side for Toby Reeder. Blue line to Bryson. Back down. Chef Tim's got something working out there, I think. Might have to check that out in intermission. Put his ninja with him. <laughs> back down for Restalina. All right. Welcome back inside the D.C. studios. Capitals leading, leading the Islanders. Capitals leading the Islanders. Capitals leading the Islanders 4-3 to at the second intermission. Producer Mike Callow back here with you in this next part of the blooper reel. Takes us back to September 2018 where Ben Raby in on play-by-play in a preseason game against the Carolina Hurricanes and had a little trouble with Phil DiGiuseppe's name that he worried about in pregame, which sounded a little bit like this. Philip DiGiuseppe for the Hurricanes. <laughs> There we go. It only took 10 minutes, John. He almost got it. Now, we have ribbed Ben for it ever since, but let's just say John Walton tempted fate one too many times in this matchup against the Rangers this season. Not a whole lot of grit on this team now. Getting rid of Lemieux. He's a guy that would, you know, grind it up, drop the gloves if he had to, do whatever. Now, some guys are going to have to step up and take over that job. But uh, DiGiuseppe works hard, plays hard. I know he's one of Ben's favorites. Ben Raby's favorite yes. player that doesn't yes. play for Washington. Back to the near side. Trying to navigate around Kuznetsov. Gets it to Blackwell. Tucks it out in front. And just over the stick of G. Bill DiGiuseppe. And down ice. And picked up into the Rangers on icing. Phil DiGiuseppe with a chance in front. That name ever been messed up on this air before? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Face off to the Not left. Not near as bad as it was before. 6.30 <laughs> to go in the first period. Wish we had a GoPro camera on our producer, Mike Callow, right now back in the studio. We are proud that as of Sunday, our whole broadcast crew is going to have at least one shot down, including you, big fella. Yeah, I'll be done. I'll be done, that's for sure. Tim Parker, Mike Callow, and I are good. Ben's going on Sunday. Tim but- and I have any reaction. Good luck. Yeah, well, let's hope Ben just finds his way to Six Flags on Sunday, but proud that we are going to be a vaccinated crew here. And last but certainly not least, we need to rewind to the Capitals versus the Islanders in the Stanley Cup playoffs last season, and it might be our best blooper of all time. There were no play-by-play broadcasters hurt in this production. Take it away, John Walton. Back along the near side, and Martin at center, a whistle... And a hand pass on that one. A hand pass gets it up into. John, you, you, you and Ken, you, you doing okay there in the broadcast booth? Can we? Yeah, can we unveil yeah, we're, the curtain we're here fine, Ben. Yeah, you know what? We we make a policy to always be honest with our listeners about everything, good, bad, with the team and ourselves. I, I Ken just showed the most composure he has ever shown in the broadcast booth in his time here. The puck gets out of here and flies up and out of play. We digress for just a moment. I am sitting on a chair in the press box that completely fell apart, and I just fell over backwards. And Martin at center, a whistle. And had to try and keep going. And Ken actually did not start laughing until we got to the break. So well done, sir. <laughs> what? <laughs> the chair exploded. Oh. Whistle. I don't know what happened. 
Like I said, you've got to be able to laugh at yourself, <laughs> even if your chair disintegrates. <laughs> our thanks to Mike Callow. It's a labor of love for our network producer every year. He never fails to keep us humble, Ben. And when it's all said and done, we have a lot of fun doing this job, and it's always fun to listen back to some of the moments that <laughs> certainly didn't matter, but they were funny anyway. I don't know what the origins of this were. I honestly don't remember how this began, when this began, but yes, it has now become an annual tradition. We're getting messages on social media leading up to the regular season finale. Are you going to have the blooper reel once again this season? I don't know why fans look forward to it so much, having a laugh at our expense, but sure it's all we're in on the joke as well i think it's a good time and uh look forward to it again uh let's do it again in 2022 how does that sound yeah yeah let's do it and uh, always got to keep your guard up last year we missed the regular season that was mike was all distraught but we brought it back for game (laughs) one of the bubble in toronto against the islanders and now we got back to normal. Nature is healing. We brought the blooper reel back, so now everything should start to get back to normal. So now it's on to the playoffs. Seven fifteen Saturday, lots of Caps Bruins first-round coverage to come Thursday and Friday. We will speak to you then. Ben, have a great Wednesday. Happy McNugget Minute Wednesday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.